0: Hello and welcome to Southeast Iowa Union Sports Talk. We are live. That was the smoothest intro we've ever done because I I looked back the other day and uh, I'm usually just frazzled over here trying to pin the uh, tweet to our Twitter profile. But hello everyone. I'm Andy Krutzinger, your uh, co-host along with my man Hunter Moll over here proudly sporting his Kansas City stuff. Yep. The Chiefs uh, won again. <laughs> One way or another. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> and we got Nick Stephens on the ones and twos. This is uh, again Southeast Island Union Sports Talk. We are on Washington Lives, YouTube and Facebook and Spotify audio and video, Mount Pleasant Lives Facebook and Fairfield Lives Facebook. You know, we're coming off the heels of our most watched show in oh, history. Man. We're good or bad. We had some controversy last week, yep. but we're, we're back to business <clears throat> and sports and, and stuff this week. So, first off, Hunter, how's, uh, how's life? Well, Chiefs heading back to the Super Bowl, so I'm feeling pretty good. Pretty good. Did Mitch Bowles uh, pay uh, advertising fees for that sweatshirt? Nope. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think we'll get anything. <laughs> oh yeah, i well, will see. Everyone, uh, Mitch, if you're over there, come on. Yeah, I'm gonna tell him to her we'll watch
1: the show. Said we, well, yeah, we threw your name.
0: Yeah, threw your name right. around a little he, bit. He's today. he'll have the next one. Um, <laughs> we uh, are busy. Actually, we're goofing yeah. around, but we are busy, busy because in the last week, uh, there's been like a hundred basketball games. There's yeah. a, some big wrestling, postseason wrestling coming up uh, tomorrow even. And then we've got some bowling to talk about. So we're going to jump right into it. How about that? You want to jump right into it? Let's do it. Um, and uh, we discussed with all, with all the, the the craziness the last um, few weeks who we're going to talk about first. Uh, have a little Mount Pleasant Boys because in the latest Iowa High School Athletic Association rankings, along with Waco, who's been uh, in there, I think they're at fourth right now, right? Um they go between 3rd and 4th between goes, that and the eight I
1: thought they were 3rd last time I checked, but...
0: i have to check, check, check the paper. I'm d- pretty sure they might have went back to 4th. double check know.
1: while you're talking oh, about Yeah, double
0: check. Uh, Mount Pleasant is now number 9. Actually, 9 was going to be our number of the day because there are a lot of win streaks and uh, stuff that's that have hit 9, but they hit 10 in between when I come up with that little idea. So, um, yeah, uh, Mount Pleasant boys basketball team has been on a roll um, they beat Keokuk on Friday, which put them uh, one step closer to three or four?
2: Four.
0: Four, yeah. I think they might have got bumped down one.
1: Yeah, which is surprising.
0: Yeah, it's sad. Come on, pollsters at the Iowa High School Athletic Association. Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, but thanks for throwing Mount Pleasant in there. Now yeah. we got two teams in there. Um, they beat Keokuk on Friday. Last night they were at Iowa City Regina, and I've got the box score on my phone when I pull it up here. Um, fun fact: Iowa City, Regina, and Mount Pleasant have now played each of the last four years, and five times since uh, 2009. Mount Pleasant has won all five. Pretty tough to beat Regina in any sport. uh, Yeah,
1: you know they're just five times. They're one of those schools that seems like they're, you know, going to bring, you know, they're going to make it hard on you in any sport, like you said. So
0: yeah, but uh, Mount Pleasant was in uh, at Iowa City, Regina last night. Um, Only 32. Actually, they're trailing by uh, three after one quarter, 32 to 24 at halftime. And uh, Hunter, you want to guess who took over in the second half? Without uh, knowing, well, you haven't looked right, at it. I guess
1: uh, Peyton Higgins. Peyton Higgins, 20 <laughs>
0: points in the second half. He did it again. He did it against Mid-Prairie. He's done it against about every conference opponent. And a 20 uh, points uh, in the half last night, 29 total for Higgins. Um, Aiden Ashton had 23. We got 12 out of um, Nate uh, Stroud and 5 out of Owen Vansickle. There were only four scorers. Actually, uh, a little foreshadowing, to something I'm going to talk about in the girls' basketball around it, but um, because Winfield did that too in girls basketball, four scores and they still knocked off Regina. So um, I don't know what more to say about them. Oh, I, I need to uh, before we get into the other teams. The SEC boys basketball race is down to, uh, in reality, two teams that can win it. Only um, two, Burlington and Mount Pleasant. They play in Mount Pleasant on Thursday night. It is basically the de facto conference championship. Burlington has one of the Lee County teams to end the season. Uh, the, the conference slate, so they're very heavily favored. So basically, if Burlington beats Mount Pleasant, it'll be a tie, and they beat Mount Pleasant twice, now if there's a tiebreaker on right. on who gets it. But that would basically clinch it for Burlington as long as they um, wrapped it up. And Mount Pleasant uh, is one game above Burlington, but with two very hard games. Yep. Burlington at home on Thursday, if they win their clinch, they are the champions. And um, if they don't, they got to try and uh, get a win at Fairfield. Um, which Fairfield is a tough place to play, and they're playing pretty good, too. So uh, Mount Pleasant boys, ninth in the uh, conference. They have won 10 straight games. They have not lost in January. And there are only two losses since the first um, game of the year were, were two-point losses. One was a buzzer beater, so mm-hmm. red hot and red hot at the right time because those tournament brackets coming out soon. So um, you got to see uh, the other half. You got to see Mount Pleasant girls last night renew their rivalry with Fairfield. How would it mm-hmm.
1: go? Yeah, I mean, you know, the first time around it was uh, – you know, Mal Pleasant pretty much, you know, ha- handled the Trojans pretty well. And, you know, uh, you know that it was kind of early on in that one. And, you know, this time around, uh, Fairfield stuck with them there uh, in, the, in the first ha- um, first quarter. I, sorry about that. But uh, Mal Pleasant led 8-5 um, after one. Ended up winning this one. Sorry, I probably should say the score. But ended up winning this one, 49-25, uh, the Panthers did. But uh, Fairfield, you know, um, was talking to uh, Coach Becker after the game, you know. And they're saying, you know, she says she was – telling me that you know we we stay with teams for a quarter that we just gotta you could put it all together for uh yeah you know the, the for the game's entirety but we you know we kind of saw them you know stick uh stick with the Panthers on both ends of the floor like I said 8-5 after the first um pretty much after that it was all Panthers 19-5 uh in favor of them in the second led 27-10 uh, at the half um third quarter 15-9 in favor of the Panthers uh 42-19 heading into the fourth and then uh I was on with a 7-6 uh, uh final quarter there for for another for another win and obviously uh, you know the panthers needed a needed to win at Keokuk last or win at Keokuk would a would have helped them in you know their conference race uh, last week in the Keokuk I believe Keokuk's two games ahead um they fell, yep. fell on that one um Oh, let me double-check here. Sixty thirty-five 35 last Friday was at that one, too, down at Keokuk. They're a hard place to go and play. And that uh, they and would then, have been
0: tied for first if they would yeah, they have They would have been tied, but uh, um,
1: tough loss there, obviously, dealing with some injuries as well. Um, and they played in me, uh, Mediapolis over the weekend. Obviously, Medi- Mediapolis, I believe, number – I think they're up to number – uh, I think 15. they're 12. I, I think they're up think to number 12, 15, actually. They 15, actually they're the new 12. rankings today. Yep. Yeah, 12-2A, and uh, 74-55 loss over in uh, Mediapolis on Saturday. So, um, you know, Mal Pleasant getting back on track, obviously, Fairfield – um, struggling here uh, uh, um, I think their last win was uh, Van Buren County back in back you were in there if I was there at that one so uh, sh- you know Fairfield showing improvement just just uh, you know mouth wasn't too much in this one
0: yeah uh, Fairfield uh, much like Washington we'll talk about it a little bit also the, the regions came out um, they're on our Twitter um, at Union Sports page we linked Uh, the regions for 1A, 2A, and 3A, of which almost every single one of our teams except Mount Pleasant is in one of those three Mm -hmm. because Fairfield moved back to 3A. and They have some long trips. Uh, I think Washington's up at Assumption or Fairfield's up at Assumption? I think so. Uh, And then the other is in um, Cedar Rapids. They both have long trips and very, very... North Scott, maybe they have very, very tough games. So um, tough road ahead. Let's see if they can pull something out. Um, But as we said all year... Uh, Fairfield's one of the newer teams, one of the younger teams, and they've got um, plenty coming back next year. So um, who do we have next on the dock? And I, probably the we, Fairfield Boys. Yeah, uh, And the Fairfield Boys are a team that I covered on Thursday night. Uh, and um, much like the Mount Pleasant Boys, the Fairfield Boys have been playing a lot of their best basketball here in the last um, month or so. Um, they They lost to Liberty, and they had a, a bad half against Mount Pleasant. But other than that, uh, oh, I've covered a lot of Fairfield because I had the wrong one um, moved up here. But uh, Fairfield played at Fort Madison uh, against Fort Madison on Thursday. It was a weird Thursday SEC game. They used to be all on Fridays, and um, oh, that's a reminder for something for later. <laughs> um, but um, the Trojans uh, took that game. If I can get my, why don't you talk about something here, Hunter? Uh, well, have I was you just, seen them?
1: I was just going to say, uh, <clears throat> well, you know, you talk about Fairfield having a kind of hot streak. Uh, you know, as of late, you know, coming, um, you know, I believe they won three straight, uh, but they just had a tough loss. I believe it was, uh, I can't remember what day it was on. You got to double check. Uh, Saturday, yeah. or Mo- Monday. Monday they took on Albia, and Albia's been a little tough team. Uh, play. I know uh, Pleasant handled them pretty uh, uh-huh. pretty easily, but it must have been a tough night for for the uh, Trojans in that one. I was kind of looking through their stats, and seemed like they just, uh, uh, def- uh, Albia was just, you know, I guess, you know, name of the game, just, you know, Topped them in scoring. Game ended up going to overtime. Uh-huh. Uh, it was 51-51, heading to the fourth, and then uh, they end up getting outscored 15-5 to in that fourth quarter. So, um, you know, Albia wins that one. That kind of ended the, uh, the hot streak, three-game winning streak, as you kind of mentioned. So, uh, you know, Fairfield's sitting at 7-7, seven and, seven, and they've got a you know, big, big week ahead here. It was on the boys' side anyway.
0: But. Yeah. Um, by the way, Fair, I was on the right score sheet I had on my phone here, but I accidentally labeled it Fairfield versus Mount Pleasant. That was not Fairfield versus Mount Pleasant. It was Fairfield versus Fort Madison. And um, if you watched the show last week, it was a little bit of a controversial week, not really Fairfield's fault at all that it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they seemed to have that out of their minds because they rolled over Fort Madison, um, 57 to 41. And um, Max Wheaton and J.J. Lane combined for 56 points. Uh, 32 for Max, 24 for JJ. Uh, one of the best performances that I've seen them play. Uh, it was an up and down game. Uh, of course, of all the big guys, you know you want running the floor. Max is a potential D1 tight end, so you know that he's going to be quick enough. And yep. um, I mean, they just, um, as I said, they rolled through four mass and four mass is a team that's played a couple of our teams close. They played Mount yep. Pleasant within one. Yep. Um, so uh, Fairfield's looking pretty strong right now. And I yep. did ask them about the stuff from last week with the. The scuffle with Iowa City um, high and all that stuff, and um, both uh, Coach McFlattery and uh, Max Wheaton both said uh, it's kind of out of our mind. We talked about it for a couple of minutes, and mm-hmm. and we were just moving on. So they had moved on, and Albie is a really tough team. Uh, yep. uh, Washington had uh, struggled over there in Albia earlier this year too. So, um, But Fairfield's got um, a couple more left, and I'm very excited for the boys' uh, tournament bracket. I-, I thought before Mount Pleasant jumped into the standings, that Fairfield and Washington might be a collision course to be in a 4-5 game when the sub-state bracket comes out. Now I'm feeling more like they could be a 3 and a 4 yeah. because I think Mount Pleasant's going to get a 2 seed. Yep. Um, so it's a little different. But I was excited for us to potentially see that um, bracket again.
1: Yeah, and, you, you know, I would say, you know, about the Fairfield boys, obviously, you know, they lose in overtime to, you know, Albie here, and Albie's a tough place to play. But, you know, they're 7-7, seven and seven, but it seems like, you know, even looking at last year and this year, it's like one of those things you say, it's like – Fairfield's not one of those teams you want to play, uh, you know. Come postseason, you, no, you do really, not. You don't really want to meet up with them because you know, as you said, them scoring what fifty six points, Wheaton and and, and Lane there. I mean, you know, at any given night, those you know, those two. We talk about Tate Allen too. Uh, uh-huh. Riley Perkins can you know stroke it from outside. Yep. So, uh, you know, you get their they're on their on their game. Uh, you know, they're tough to beat and uh, they can hang with anyone. So.
0: It's crazy. They're so they're seven and eight, which I thought you know part of the Iowa City High thing is Iowa City High had beaten Xavier um, right before yeah. uh, a few games before the Fairfield game. Xavier's number
1: two and yeah, 3A. number two
0: and three A. And I think you come into Fairfield and they had a losing record, and you think, oh man, this is a SEC team with a losing record. The SEC is not your not your grandma's SEC from a, a couple <laughs> of years ago, where you know where somebody really had to to battle to be. Um, To with the other conferences, at the SEC is just as good as any conference in in three A, and that's why I think they'll probably get a favorable Mm -hmm. um, grouping here um, when it comes to postseason play. But I was the SEC teams just seem to dominate the non conference games. Yep, Um, you know Fairfield uh, rolled Iowa City high, as we mentioned. Mount Pleasant beat Regina. Um, Other than a couple of slip, I mean Burlington was, was undefeated besides the SEC for a while there. Um, and they kind of showed their muscle last year in the four A tournament. So um, there was another example of that on uh, Monday, and we got a new school record hunter for the Washington Demon Boys Basketball team, as um, in a game that I thought was going to be a classic. I told someone, I told one of the Mid Prairie fans right right before I was like, "This is going down to the wire. This is this is two teams that are that are pretty evenly strength." Um, about Washington seventy five to fifty three winners of over Mid Prairie on Monday. Ethan Patterson scores 40 points, including nine three pointers, uh, a school record that he had held with his his buddy Cason Bailey, who graduated last year. He's he's no longer. He bumped his his friend out of the record books. Uh,
1: I was at that game.
0: You were at the game when Cason Bailey.
1: He had eight with uh, I think 39 points.
0: Oh really? Yep. Yeah. It, you know, and Mid Prairie plays up and down, and the whole game was up and down, up and down. And Washington only plays six six guys, yep. you know, sometimes seven, and I kept thinking and, and i told um mid prairie coach darren lambert after the game i i kept thinking like it gets to nine and ten mid prairie can really make a run here but ethan never let up there's also a, a moment in this game where there were back-to-back dunks which are really cool um sean dodds had a really good one for a mid prairie two-hander and then on the very next possession uh eight and six uh, came down and, and threw one down i think it might have oh. been his first or second of his career uh and so the place is going crazy yeah but uh, ethan uh, uh, patterson really uh Calm the uh, the Mid Prairie fans down. Um, not often you see that place get a little quiet, but yeah. he just kept hitting them. Um, as I said, a school record. By the way, uh, my alarm earlier. I have a shout out. This is our first shout out. Let me get my page up here <laughs> because I'm supposed. I had promised a shout out to the Washington Boys Basketball Managers, Josh Anderson, Rafael Miranda, and Grant Whistler. They made they I, they promised that they were going to watch the show today. If I shouted them out, they actually said they were going to make their teachers um, show them at school. So oh no! If you're watching <laughs> this on replay afterwards, because you got alphaed out of that, shame shame. But they wanted to let everyone know that they're the best managers in the nation. All right. and they'll be on our smiles page on Monday. Smiles. So oh, there you there go. There you go. And I think that's the last <laughs> note. Oh, I should probably say who, who who scored here. Oh well, Ethan had forty. Um, Aiden six had. Um, 14, uh, Logan McDowell and AJ6 had 10 apiece. Logan McDowell had eight points before you, bl- you blinked. Um, and Ace Peck and uh, Cameron Picker both had 13 for Mid Prairie. Alex Bean had 11, so a lot of the same guys that do a lot of the damage for them. It was a really rare off night. Yeah, I didn't even think it was an off night for Mid Prairie. I just mm-hmm. think that Patterson shot the lights out. So, um, Washington boys, just like the Fairfield boys, it's like uh, everyone in the SEC is kind of heating up at the right time here.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's fun to watch when the, you know, Area teams start clicking like that, and it's always nice, you know, you see Mount Pleasant get recognition, but it's like, you know, they're ranked, but it's like Washington and Fairfield, if you can even say they're behind them, it's like, you know, any given night it's right there with Uh them. You know, it's like neck and neck. So, you know, that's one thing that always intrigues me. It's like, okay, Mount Pleasant's, you know, in the top ten, and now it's like, you know, how far is – you know, the Fairfield, Washington behind them. Or, you, you know what I mean? Even Burlington's in that conversation too. I mean, obviously Burlington's a state tournament team last year. And, you know, Burlington, you know, was getting beat by Washington and things yeah, like yeah, that. last and, year they were. And beat they, beat beat number, they beat the number one team in the state yeah. to make it to state. So
0: it's like. Yeah. Well, I did a little bracketology mm-hmm. um, yesterday. And I think that either Xavier or Marion will get the number one seed in the mm-hmm. local sub-state. This all depends. If Mount yep. Pleasant can scoot up to number eight, they could get a one seed a la WME Girls. will talk about that a little later. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think Mount Pleasant's going to get the two, and I think that the other SEC teams will be in there, you know, in, in order, Washington, Fairfield, Fort Madison, Keokuk. There's one more team. That's seven teams, so there's one more team. I don't know if they pick someone who's a little higher up than Washington and Fairfield, and that would be a 4-5 game since they're both about 500. I don't know if they'd recognize the strength of the conference and put somebody in that's a little towards the bottom, which yep. would make it, um, you know, Mount Pleasant 2, Washington 3, Fairfield four, of course, the districts are going to come out and the coaches are going to rank them, but you know, the Iowa High School like of Education looks at that and kind of yeah. has an idea of where it will be. But um, it's going to be a really – if I'm Xavier or Marion and I am get the one seed and I'm playing Fairfield or Washington in the second round and then having to beat Mount Pleasant, that's not um, not a very easy task. So well, like even
1: even last year, you know, Fairfield took on Marion uh, in that first – in the first yeah. round. And obviously, it was – I think it ended up being like a 15-point game. I had to go back and double-check, but, I mean, it would. They were giving them a game for, you know, at least three quarters in that one. So, I mean, yeah. it's like the teams down here ain't nothing, you know, just, you know, to just, sniff at. Know, just yeah. It's, <laughs> I mean, they're going to give you a game no matter what, so.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, I remember when the Fairfield kids were younger, I think sophomores, and they played up at Davenport Assumption. Uh, Mount Pleasant, Washington played the game before, and they put a scare into Assumption was ranked one or two, I think, uh, going into that, and they almost lost the first round to Fairfield. They were an eight <laughs> seed. Um, I wanted to get the uh, girls game up here, and while I was fiddling around earlier, um, I messed up my stats from the uh, Washington <laughs> Mid Prairie girls uh, games, but that happened on um, Monday. on Monday as yep. well. Uh, Mid Prairie uh, ended up winning that one, but I'll tell you what the Washington uh, girls shot the lights. Uh, Adeline Long had three three pointers before most people had their stuff in their seats. Uh, <laughs> the first quarter, she ended up with uh, she had four in the first half. Uh, Washington was right in it. Um, it was um, sixteen to fifteen Mid Prairie after one quarter and um, quick math thirty three to twenty four Mid Prairie at halftime uh, and as I said threes were flying in ended up a fifty five to forty uh, Mid Prairie win also Landry Patia had sixteen points in that fourteen of of which were in the second half Mid Prairie has now they won again last night the Mid Prairie girls have now won ten games in a row they have not lost in January and they have one more game uh, left on the schedule and it's the de facto river valley south championship at regina on friday night mm-hmm. um regina beat them by one the first time Regina's a game ahead of mid prairie if mid prairie wins they are co uh south champions so that would be co- you know, not really coming out of nowhere but i mean when i when mean you have to win out run the table basically not to quote quote aaron Rodgers. i mean <laughs> uh right now for you
1: know for mid prairie it's shaken out uh, It's kind of similar to last year you know what i mean like uh yeah you know Last year I think they were kind of slept on, and then all of a sudden they were playing in the regional championship for a chance at state, and obviously uh, ended up losing to a Davenport Assumption there up in Iowa City West. I was at that one. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, Mid-Prairie is kind of one of those teams I feel like aren't getting a lot of, you know, I guess light kind of shed on them. But, they're not I mean, ranked. Nether, yeah, another mm-hmm. dangerous team that's, uh, you, you, know that, ranked, you know, that I wouldn't want to play.
0: Yeah, um, I agree. And I think it's, uh, it's kind of um, – Every Mid-Prairie girls sport besides uh, cross-country and track, they always dominated that. But the G- Mid-Prairie, Mid-Prairie girls, you know, team sports, I guess you'd call them, um, girls basketball last year, you saw their softball team start to rise. Yep. You saw their volleyball team start to rise. That's just basically having a lot of the same kids. Um, by the way, Alex Murphy and Adeline Long, 13 each for Washington. So they're able to um, throw Adel- uh, slow Adeline Long down a little bit. Uh, she's a freshman. If she, gets, if she can get hot like that and hit four in a row like she did, though, um, uh, Washington's going to be pretty darn tough for for years to come. We already knew they were. Well, yeah, and looking at Washington, obviously, you mentioned about them is like obviously they had that hot, what five and zero to
1: start the season or five and one or something like that. Yeah, but, um, you know, I, I've been impressed with like uh, you know the younger you know the younger kids, the freshmen uh-huh. the sophomores. Obviously, you, know, you mentioned Adam Long, Leighton Messenger, both yep. freshmen there, uh, been standouts for them this season. You know. You know, mix them in with the senior class that already has been playing at the varsity level, and it's 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 been working out. Obviously, they've been they have kind of struggled here as late. Obviously, I mentioned they were five and one on one point seven uh, seven and ten now, I believe. Uh, but uh, you know, it's going to be exciting to watch those kids as they kind of continue to evolve into the varsity, into the uh, I guess varsity level, you could say.
0: Yeah, they're going to make. Uh, they're going to. I mean, next year they'll be one of the best teams in the SEC. So, um, one more thing, basketball wise, because we got a little bit of wrestling to talk. A lot of wrestling to talk about when mm-hmm. we come back here. Um, Iowa Wesleyan Men's Basketball has uh, won their 20th game in a row. The Tiger men um, have won. That's a school record for, for wins, uh, 20 in men's basketball, which Iowa Wesleyan Men's Basketball is a great program, and they have the NAIA high of this year. Uh, no, one, no one's uh, got a bigger winning streak than them right now, so Man. red hot. So basketball-wise, got Iowa and Both teams could make a run. Uh, Mid-Prairie girls, all the boys' teams, in the; those yep. are the big schools, and we got some more. Basketball. Before we talk about yep. um, wrestling, we've got a couple conference championships. So yep. a lot of success in the Southeast Iowa. It's um, going to be exciting Friday night. Sports Union, yeah, we'll talk about that a little bit. And um, speaking of success, we should probably visit our successful sponsors because <laughs> we're 20 minutes into this show. So um, two-minute commercial, uh, more stuff because we're jam-packed. We're like not even halfway through. So yep. stick with us.
2: Federation Bank is a locally-owned bank providing award-winning customer service. We believe that we are more than just a federation of banks, but a federation of communities, serving Brighton, Richland, Wellman, Washington, Iowa. Federation Bank's highly skilled staff is here to make sure you are able to accomplish your personal and professional goals, whatever they may be. Federation Bank, your family bank. We write wills, give consent for organ donation, but rarely is there a plan for what we would want, the final phase of our lives. At Hospice of Washington County, we encourage our patients to be in charge of their healthcare decisions while maintaining quality of life. At the Capper Auto Group, we put our customers'
1: needs first and understand that everyone is as different as the vehicle they select. We offer new Ford, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Jeep, Chrysler, Dodge, and Ram vehicles in a friendly environment that puts you in the driver's seat. When it comes to service, we maintain factory-trained technicians and competitive pricing. The Capper Auto Group still believes that service after the sale provides the best customer experience. Come see
0: the Capper experience for yourself. Tammy takes the time and has the personal interest in each one of us. I don't worry about what's going to happen because I know my policy is taken care of. She pulls what
2: I need and puts it together, which is the program I get from her. Every year she calls around September so it says, there's changes again, and I'm gonna do the best thing for you. It's been perfect. She does a great job.
0: Welcome back to a packed episode of the Southeast Iowa Union Sports Talk. We are live with Andy Kretzinger, Hunter Muller, and Nick Steffens, and um, we are uh, talking a little bit of high school basketball. Uh, And there was some conference championships wrapped up last night. Now the math on this is kind of the writing's been on the walls a little bit, uh, especially (laughs) for this first time I'm about to talk about. But I'm going to go with the girls roundup uh, to start things out, Hunter. And then you got the boys uh, afterwards. And a lot of the same teams will be talked about. Um, But we're going to start with the girls roundup from last night. Small school girls. Winfield Mount Union now ranked eighth. Apologies for everyone who's reading the newspaper today because we released, the we put out the girls rankings in for today. And then new rankings came out today.
1: Yeah, and yeah. I still have Waco on number three in mind. I just updated it online, so the paper they'll say on number three, but now oh, they are two number, mistakes. They are
0: number four but. right there. Now the paper tomorrow now has a mistake. <laughs> I'm as sure well. the Waco fans won't mind them being. Yeah, it's better to be, be uh, rated a little higher. Well, also the AP <laughs> and the association, whatever. Anyway, the yeah. <laughs> um, Union sixty-one to twenty-eight winners over Highland last night in girls basketball. Um, that means that they've got the North wrapped up alone. Um, they would have had to have a, a little bit of a meltdown here at the end for them not to be the champions. That wasn't going to happen. Um, but, uh, Sarah Burton, nine points for Highland. We didn't get um, leading scores for Winfield quite yet on that, but we do know they were up 24 to four after one quarter. They are now, um, they were up uh, 36 to 11 at halftime. The win makes them 19 and zero. it's their um, second championship in the North in three seasons. And Winfield Girls basketball fans, not only have you now moved up to number eight in the Iowa Girls High School Athletic Union rankings, you did so right in time because those top eight get a one seed in the regionals, and Winfield Union is the number one seed in the local regional, which they have not been the last few years. And um and I remember looking at the bracket. I can't remember who they'll play the winner of Uh they might uh, Ho- Holy Trinity's the favorite Holy Trinity, in, yeah. in the in the game. It's Wappalo, isn't
1: it? Holy Trinity Wapalo. Holy yeah. Trinity
0: Wappalo. Um and then um you could look at, again we we tweeted out the brackets um or the link to the brackets. Only one A through three A is out, but that's about everybody. I was really looking at it and it's it's, looking pretty, it's, an, it's, it's it, a pretty good bracket for Winfield. It's team. a Yeah, it's a very interesting bracket. Um, one thing that's a little unlucky is that Notre Dame dropped out of the yep. top 15. I yep. thought they would be the number one in two seeds. Mm-hmm. Notre Dame would play Winfield in the semifinals if they got there. Right. Notre Dame would have to beat Waco at Waco to even get there, by the way, mm-hmm. um, which would be a tough one. And then North Mahaska is the other yeah, high North seed Masc- in that uh, bracket. That would be the team that would more than likely, but you never know, be the team that you know one of our top teams um would face in the championship yep. so uh yeah, go check that out we're talking about union rolling they've got the super conference championship against mediapolis a team yep. that they have beaten uh on friday at scc and another team that will be playing in the second place game is the waco warriors and it was a battle of uh second place waco and third place lone tree last night at lone tree one tree as a lot of people like to call it um <laughs> and uh uh, 60 to 45, Waco, 19 points from go, both Grace Koble and Ella Kissel. Oh, this is the other. Sorry about that. I, I fibbed earlier when I was talking about the Mount Pleasant boys having four scores. Waco only had four kids score in the girls' game last night, all double digit scores. Grace Koble and Ella Kissel, 19 each. Uh, Emma Wagler had 12, Katie Lichty with 10. So the seniors uh, showing out right there. Yep. Um, working down the line here. Um, Musk muscatine 40 to 21 winners over Pekin. So the Panthers, uh, in a little bit of a defensive struggle there, uh, struggle a little more than, um, the Falcons Hillcrest Academy, um, falls to Wapolo 45, 27 Wapolo is up 11 points at the end of one quarter. And it was a seven point difference between those last three quarters. So Hillcrest is moving up. i mean, they're They're approving, but still haven't got that win yet. Um, new London, uh, new London and Van Buren County in their final South division games had their hands full. Mm-hmm. Uh, not their final because there's games on Thursday, but Notre Dame seventy four to thirty two over New London, um, that was a tough one. Sophie Milot and Miley Miller had eight points each in that one. Uh, Van Buren County's playing that number twelve ranked Mediapolis team. Uh, they're ranked twelve in two um, A, and uh, it was sixty to nineteen Mediapolis on that one. Ivy Davidson, Kali Crack had uh, six points each. Uh, Annabelle Cormier with uh, eight rebounds and three assists on that. She only scored three points, but uh, Mid Prairie girls we talked about them earlier. 58-34 over Tipton. They just keep rolling. Um, and again, as I mentioned earlier, they've got one game left in the River Valley for the championship at, at Regina on Friday. Um, Cardinal, uh, in their South Central Conference debut, has hit the conference in a, in a rough time because there's a lot of good teams, and one of those is Clark, 59-28. to 28, yep. Clark over Cardinal and Kyota. I have to, to triple check to make sure that these box scores are right. According to the line score, English values was up 19 nothing last night. Kyoto came all the way back, lost by one to point, 47-46. Wow. Which, uh, it's 47-46 sounds exactly about, you yeah. know, about what it was going to be. Uh, scored 40, uh, 12, 20 points in the fourth quarter to try and get that comeback. Um, that is a tough one. By the way, Cardinal and Kyoto play on Friday in a girl-boy doubleheader. Oh. so uh, there we go a couple of our teams showing down and that's all I got for the girls how about the boys yeah well
1: looking at the boys uh, side kicking off right where you left off uh, uh, Kyoto, 71 uh, 48 over English valleys uh, Kyoto's one of those teams that's uh you know don't want really talks about but you know they had a kind of a lopsided loss against Waco obviously but yep. I think there's this is their 17th win here uh, I think they're 17 to uh, three now Um Seeming like I haven't seen him yet, but it seemed like a team, you know, from the, the box score that you wouldn't want uh, to meet up I've in the postseason. I've seen video a few times. But uh, um, really, it was never in doubt for the Eagles. Uh, 15-8 after the first, 17-14. Um, uh, outscored them 17-14 in the second, 24-12 in the third, and ended it on a 15-4 quarter there. Um, Evan Vidito led Kyoto with 23 points. Sawyer, Stout, and Cole Kindred both had 14 in that one. Uh, Winfield Mount Union, big win, 71-29 over Highland. Um, the Wolves led 14-9 after one, 35-16 uh, at the half, and 58-20 after the third. Um, Jake Edwards led uh, the Wolves with 16 points.
0: Cam uh, Buffington, 16 as well. We retweeted a back-to-back dunks from yeah. Cam Buckingham. I was Dall actually going to thank seconds. you for reminding me. I was going to say that. I was like, uh, yeah, I was going to ask you to see those back-to-back dunks, but then you're the one to retweet. I, I almost <laughs> sent a Nick to throw them on while we talked about it, but yeah. it was going to be like not not that much time. So I didn't want to put that pressure. Right on. And, and that
1: one uh, uh, that one was a poster. The second. Yeah, the
0: second one was he's he's
2: he's a he's a f- he's freak good. athlete
1: he's good uh, Carter, Carter Lloyd Carter Lloyd had 13 um, number four Waco 66 28 over Lone tree um 18th win in a row for the uh, for the Warriors, and uh, uh they cl- clinched the uh, North division with this one so big yeah. huge win for the for the uh, Waco Warriors. yeah over
0: there. Uh, for first year back in the North division yeah they, they walked in and they not were the too champions. bad
1: huh? yeah not too bad um you know uh, pretty much dominating performance uh, for Waco in this one. Uh, they took each uh, each of the four quarters 25-12, 20-5, 14-3, and 7-5 in the fourth there. Um, Hunter Hughes leading on the night, 15 points. Cody Graber at 11. Colton Lichty at 9. Um, Beacon, 69-53 over Louisa Muscatine. Um, you know, after a slow first quarter for that for the uh, Panthers in this one, um, they uh, really picked it up in the final three there. Uh, they trailed 9-6 after one, but outscored the Falcons 22-17, uh, 20-9, and 21-18. Um, in each of those final three quarters uh Peakin's kind of a team that uh kind of sur- surprised me you yep. know i feel like you know they're kind of over there in their own little area kind of in the cardinal area but uh you know i was at <laughs> that cardinal game the, area, yeah well <laughs> i guess it's a card yeah, gotcha. yeah i Yeah, gotcha. yeah over there to the uh, to the west there um and uh you know i went over there and watched them play hillcrest and you know I ended up picking a big win over there and peaking I, I think i was like i was kind of mentioning you earlier i think they're the they're the three seed right now i think so oh yeah well um, i can tell I've, you right you now so jack- i
0: was gonna surprise you but uh, breaking news I have a little breaking news. Yeah. Uh, no, go ahead. Drum roll, please. Uh, I just got an email. The Southeast Iowa Super Conference Boys Basketball Shootouts are back and are out, and Pekin is the three seed. Uh, Waco, West Burlington, and Winfield, yeah. Mount University, Notre Dame at SCC. This is on February the 4th, which is Saturday. Um, and we've got um, Pekin at New London, Boys Musking at Danville, Hillcrest, Mediapolis, Wapalo Holy Trinity, Lone Tree, Van Buren County, Columbus, Central Lee. So, um, yeah, yeah we'll good good matchups out. there. Yeah.
1: But uh obviously Peking gets a win there. Um Hillcrest Academy, uh talked about them. 63-38 over wapolo Um <clears throat> you know, the Ravens trailed 25-20 at the break, um but they outscored the Arrows 43 to 13 in between those two, wow. two final quarters in that one. So big big uh, finish there. I uh, got some big numbers here. Luke goes for 27 in the win. Wow. Grant Bender 23, Seth Hours 5. Um, didn't have any stats for this one So I just got the final score We kind of mentioned Mentioned in the break uh, Burlington Notre Dame 79 New London 57 So That kind of propelled The uh, Nikes into the uh, In the second spot there In the south So uh, um, You know A tough loss there for New London But
0: um, uh, Cade Benjamin by the way Last yep. time I heard it, Was waiting on an MRI on. It. he's yep. got a, a lower body injury So yep. uh, I assume he was not playing last night yep. He definitely wasn't the game before So that would yep. be a huge loss if Huge he, loss if for if the Tigers can't. there Okay Um
1: Tipton 51, uh, Mid-Prairie 49, tough loss for the Golden Hawks here. Um, the Tigers led 18-9 after the first and 30-21 at the break. Um, the Golden Hawks kind of clawed back into this one. Uh, they outscored the Tigers uh, 15-11 in the third and, and 13-10 in the fourth, but just didn't quite have enough to get there, uh, Get get back on top in that one. Uh, Cameron Pickard led Mid-Prairie with 14 points. Sean Dodds ended with a 10, Nace Peck had eight. Um, uh, Cardinal played Clark. Um Tough one for the Comets in this one, 75-53. Uh, they fall in this one. Uh, they were down 22-11 after one, um, 38-25 at the half. Uh, Cardinal took the third to 20-19. Bows outscored 18-8 in the final quarter. Uh, so, uh, tough loss for Cardinal there. And then the final score of the night. Um, don't have uh, Didn't have any stats on this one when I checked early this morning. I um, uh, haven't checked since, so But <laughs> Mediapolis uh, um, over, um, 66-38 over Van Buren County. Um, obviously, Mediapolis, uh Great team up there. Well, um, you know, they've they've played with, you know, the likes of New London and Winfield Mount Union. actually beat Winfield Winfield, Mount Union. and uh, So a little tough loss for uh, Van Buren County than that
0: one. Yeah, it was an unlucky uh, final home game because it was senior night for Van Buren County last night. So that was – Van Buren County, people have had some big uh, postseason matchups in the last uh, few weeks. Uh, Yeah, so um, just to reiterate on on this weekend's games, by the way, because we're going to get a commercial here in a second, along with the SEC Championship basically – Mount Pleasant against Burlington on Thursday. And along with the River Valley Championship, basically, it, uh, for the girls' basketball with at Mid-Prairie at Iowa City Regina on Friday, you've got the Super Conference Championship on Friday between Winfield Mount Union and uh, Mediapolis, two ranked teams. You've got the Super Conference Boys Championship on Saturday night. Waco West Burlington ranked and undefeated teams. Waco's number four in 1A, and West Burlington is number six in 2A. Yep. And that is not all we have this this uh, weekend. It's going to be a busy three days, and we're going to talk about that a little bit more at the back end. Yeah, almost said the south end. That doesn't really make <laughs> any sense of this two-minute commercial break. Mm-hmm. So we will be right back to talk a little girls' state wrestling tournament. Yep. is important especially when you're talking about your dreams which is why we're going to keep you covered with plans that can save you up to 23 percent when you bundle your home and auto that's protection
2: family owned and operated by andy and sarah ross ross auto has been your vehicle repair and maintenance headquarters since 1935. we specialize in all makes of cars and light duty trucks With our variety of available services, let us help you keep rolling and your vehicle operating efficiently. Services include general auto repair, alignments, brakes, fuel injection, and more. Schedule your appointment today at 319-653-5656. That's 319-653-5656.
0: We're back, Southeast Iowa Union Sports Talk Live, and this has been a long, uh, I can hear Nick's heart beating over there because he's got some news break to do after this show. (laughs) So stay tuned to this channel. Yeah. Uh, We've got a long one. Um, We're going to jump right into the Girls State um, Wrestling Tournament information for tomorrow. Um, I think there's a live stream on the Iowa Girls High School Athletic Union website. If not, we'll have coverage of it, obviously. Mm -hmm. I will be there bright and early tomorrow at Extreme Arena in Iowa City. Um, because we got a lot of kids uh, in there, you know, we had no regional champions, so we don't have anybody uh, uh, that's a top eight, that's a top seven seed. We do have an eight, um, but uh, we've got uh, a ton of of kids in there, and it's the first day ever sanctioned girls wrestling tournament in the state of Iowa, which means there will be some champions uh, crowned on Friday night that will yep. be first time um, sanctioned champions. It's all one class, so I know in the the boys wrestling there's three classes. Yep. It's all one class, so I'm just gonna roll through some of the. Um, kids taking the mat tomorrow um we're gonna, just gonna go lightweights to the the heavyweights and, yep. and we're rattle off here um mid prairie's gabby robertson is going to be one of the first kids on the map that she's she's in the 100 uh, pound bracket um Fields, uh, olivia abbott and mount pleasant uh, ellen McNamee uh, they're the 13 and the 14 seed 14 seed but they're on opposite sides of the bracket they had a chance to go against each other they'll be um, wrestling in 105. I've seen had them have a nice little battle this year. Yeah, I thought we might see it again, but now they'd have to go to the championship. But well, they yep. could wrestle in the Wrestlebacks, I guess. Yep. We'd rather see it in the championship. Uh, Riley Rice at 110 for Waco. Um, when the 115 starts, uh, we got Angelina Rowling from Highland. 135, we've got Mid Prairie's Ellie Brenneman and Peekins' uh, Lila Miller. Uh, Miller was a fourth-place finisher. She just got in. She was, she was kind of our last girl in type thing. She's got a really uh, tough girl to, to go against. They are both at 135. Um, Mid Prairie's Grace Conway and Mid Prairie's Mia Garvey at 140 and 145 um, respectively. Uh, We got uh, uh, Tigan Solentich which I believe was on the Washington Coaches Show. Thumbs up, Nick. I thought so uh, the other day. So please go and check that out. They'll talk with her a little bit. She's our highest um, ranked wrestler at number eight and she will be going against a girl from Keokuk. So a little familiar foe uh, right there. Uh, It's funny. uh, That's just the math. They, They don't Pay attention to who, if these guys have wrestled before, they just rank them and, yep. and put them together. She's the eight seed there, she's their highest seed. Uh, that's at 155. Uh, Mid Prairie's Ellie at, Callahan at 170, and then Waco's Grace Ford at 190, and Waco's Braylon Wagner at 235. Now, the morning, it starts at nine. The morning session ends at three o'clock. They got first round, second round, and the first uh, Wrestlebacks. Then later on, they got the quarterfinal and two more rounds of Wrestlebacks on Thursday. If you make the semifinals, you advance to friday although if you're still in the wrestlebacks you also advance to friday and then by the end of the day on friday they will crown a champion so at the same time as we'll be crowning a potential super conference uh, basketball champion uh, we'll have for thursday once the, the girls wrestling stuff starts on thursday it's just non-stop action till the end of uh, saturday basically yep. um so there is there are live links on the iowa girls athletic union as i said I'll be there running around uh, trying to get a picture of everybody. I got a couple rounds <laughs> yeah. to do it and then get back here for basketball that night. Um, but um, yeah. And then we had, uh, let's see, can you, you want to jump into your super conference champions? We had some yep. boys wrestling. Um, we had uh, you, you go super conference first and I'll follow up the sec. I think it's uh, you know, I think it's safe to say that we have some of the best wrestlers in the
1: state. Definitely. Especially in the super conference. Um, but yeah, we had the uh, Southeast Iowa super conference wrestling meet um, this past weekend here. Um, a lot of top place finishers, um, great showings by uh, uh, Union area teams. Uh, for the, for the Union area, Columbus WMU and uh, Winfield Mount Union placed second as a team with 176 points. Um, Van Buren finished sixth with 92 and a half. New London was seventh with 63.5. Highland was eighth with 61 and a half. Waco ninth, 60, and Pekin um, was tenth with 42. Uh, winning the night was Burlington Notre Dame with uh, 242 and a half points. Obviously, uh, they're as a team they're kind of in a in a league of their own. <laughs> yeah, but uh, um. Uh, for Columbus uh, WMU, they had one champion on the day. Russell Coyle uh, won the conference title at a 285. Um, Ian Estudillo, um, um, Ty Squirpil and Ethan Palmer were all second-place finishers, um, and that was at 113, 120, and 195 for those three. Um, Van Buren uh, County's Colt Boyles uh, at 106, um, and Corbin Camp at 132 each finished second. Uh, for New London, Dom Lopez uh, is their conference champion at 160. Obviously, I believe he's... The He's uh, number one or two uh, rated wrestler in Class 1A at 160, I believe. Um, Trent Wilkerson finished uh, second at 220. Um, Highlands top finisher, conference champion, uh, Carlos Valenzuela, uh, took first at 132. Uh, seen a lot of improvement from him. Obviously, uh, he uh, was, I think, a second-place finisher at the uh, at uh, um, uh, sectionals last year. Yeah, uh, I believe he was. I believe. Definitely a state so, qualifier last year. Um, so uh, big win for him there. Um, let's see here. Waco had a pair of second place finishers. Uh, Loudon Housing Gate of 160, uh, Jonathan Heather at 285 each finished second. Um, and then for Pecan, Gavin Brown and uh, at 170, and Blake Jewell at 182 uh, each were uh, second place finishers. So um, nice little showing from uh, from our area teams in the Southeast Conference, and obviously they've uh, they've got their heads. Uh, I guess got their Got their eyes, you know, focused here towards the postseason, trying to
0: make it to state. Yep, a couple weeks until the district uh, meet. One week till the district meet. If you're watching this Thursday or Friday, um, the uh, Southern Iowa Classic was in Fairfield this weekend. That's basically the SEC wrestling championship, except they invite other schools. Funny enough, the only school they invited, the only school that came along. Um, that was not an SEC school it was PCM, Prairie Cinnamon Monroe. They got a pretty good wrestling team and yep. they ended up winning. I don't think that they were crowned Southeast Conference champions. Nope. But they did beat all the Southeast Conference teams. Uh, they won that thing um, with, uh, let's see, 202 and a half points. That's, uh, they won that by 32 and a half points. So uh, good night for PCM. Are there any PCM fans that accidentally misclicked and are watching the show right now? Fairfield fourth, 135 and a half points. Washington, 111 5th and Mount Pleasant, um, 56 six four six so right there um four five six uh we had a couple champions fairfields uh kale mccabe dominated uh that was a little round robin and he didn't uh hardly break a sweat it seemed uh (laughs) uh, and at 113 zach Westercamp at 132 um from fairfield um and uh, a guy that Westercamp has had a couple matches with aaron boone at washington champion at 120 uh, Chase Griner at Washington, champion at 160. A couple second places, um, Fairfield's Case and Miller. Lost 4-3 in the championship uh, um, at uh, 145. So he got second. Ray Smithberg, 220, second place uh, finisher for Fairfield for Washington. Um, we had, um, let's see, Caden Griner. Uh, Chase and Caden, Caden yep. I almost messed it up, but yep. I didn't. Caden Griner got second. Um, Jack Cleese, uh, Caden Griner got second at um um, one, I uh, don't have his weight here And Jack Cleese um, Wrestled at the 138 bracket He also got second Mount Pleasant Had one second place finisher William Birdsell At 182 pounds So as again There's not an official Southeast Conference Championship But that basically Is what it is yeah. Um. You know the, the actual SEC Team Championship Is in the um, decided during the day. So there we go. Crazy uh weekend in wrestling just like uh, basketball. We still a little bowling to talk about. Yeah. Fairfield and Washington uh showdown but it was a triangular Triangle, Somebody else Centerville too. Centerville yep.
1: was there as well. Um pretty successful day for Fairfield. Um Trojan boys and uh and girls both got wins on the day. Uh the boys put up two thousand four hundred and eight total points and the girls had two thousand and seven. Um Washington finished with one thousand two hundred and fourteen and the boys meet and on the girls side it was one thousand fifty four. Um, Centerville, uh, Washington got third in both, on both sides. Centerville second. 2,194 points for uh, Centerville on the boys' side and on the girls' side, 1,747 points. Um, <clears throat> uh, for, fair, for the Fairfield boys, uh, Chase Johnson, Dason Workman, Ethan Cass, and Ian Appelara all went 1 uh, one through 4 for them. Johnson had 379 pins, Workman uh, 359, Cass uh, 358, and Appelara 346. Um, for Washington, uh, on the boys' side, Cooper Zoss, 217 pins. Uh, Gabrielle Castillo, 216 pins. Um, and then uh, Kevlar Lopez, 187 pins. Um, for the Fairfield Girls, uh, Ray Arrett and Elizabeth uh, Hoopman took the top two scores. Um, Errett tallied 330 pins. Hoopman, 327. Uh, for Washington, uh, Brittany Devaney. Uh, finished third with 269 pins. Emma Chenowith was ninth with 233 pins, and Emma Lawler took tenth with 231 pins. And obviously uh, for the Washington girls, I, they you know they don't have a full squad there, so yep. so their the scores little, a, little are, mm-hmm. so, uh, yeah, a little a little lower than they normally are. So yeah, just a little bowling over uh, uh, this past week here. So
0: in, in Fairfield at Flamingo yep. Lanes, yep. and uh, Mount Pleasant uh, went over to uh, Keokuk, uh last night. Um, and uh, Keokuk, as I think I said last week, is the toughest place to play in the Southeast <laughs> Conference when you're talking about bowling. Um, boys uh, fell uh, 26 42 to 22 81. Um, that is despite a 3-52 um, from Jonathan Fortin, uh, defending a Southeast yep. Conference champion. Um, uh, Jack Ryan Smith, uh, 344. And Christian uh, Brock Wagner had a 310 on the boys' side, uh, which, by the way, the boys between Keokuk and um, Fairfield and Mount Pleasant's been pretty close this year. Yep. girls, not so much. Kiaka girls have, have been rolling everybody. They they outscored Mount Pleasant twenty-seven fifty-five to twenty-three ten uh, last night. Um, uh, a huge uh, game for Bethany Drury, the three ninety-one. In fact, her high game was two sixteen. She you ever bowl two sixteen? <sighs> Can't Ch- remember. I wonder if Chad Drury's ever uh, bowled a two sixteen. Uh, Shout out Chad. again. <laughs> uh, two ninety-one, our old colleague. Um, Addison McGarity at uh, 336 He usually um, leads them yep. uh, And a 300 For Kayla Burns And uh, yeah, so a tough uh, tough place to play yep. For all Mount Pleasant The SEC Bowling uh, Championship is coming up pretty soon And I think uh, by the scores that we've seen Recently, um, the boys um, Will be up for grabs The yep. girls, someone needs to Either grease Keokuk's lanes a little <laughs> more than they should be Or uh, play out of their minds Because Keokuk's yep. putting up some crazy yep. Crazy point totals. It always seems like Keokuk's always like, I don't know, it's like one step ahead or something. I don't know. I don't know. Something about bowling in Keokuk, I don't, I don't really get it. You know their town is on a slant a little bit, yeah. the main drag. So maybe that's something they're they're used to. I don't know. My rolling. cousin
1: went to Centrally, and they They've he, been w- he was bowling. bowling at. He's, oh, yeah, he went, went to college for bowling. My cousin went to college for bowling, and he bowled at Keokuk. Yeah. So it's like, I think there I asked him one time, I was like, are you guys so good at bowling? <laughs> what I don't get is
0: they, they fill the bowling lanes when, when you're going against Keokuk Bowling. Yep. they got the best bowling fans around, so uh, at least fourth uh, yep. to our three bowling teams. Uh, so, yeah, that's all we have today. Um, it was a long show, so stay yeah, tuned. Um, Nick is going to throw me out of this chair and then uh, do news break here pretty soon. Uh, we are here every Wednesday at 2 o'clock. Um, occasionally uh, later. or Occasionally uh, or or later, later <laughs> uh, depending on uh, uh, stuff like that. Um, follow us on Twitter at Union Sports Page. Share this to your friends. Uh, let's try and get some get back up to 600 views like we did last week. Yeah, that'd be nice. And uh, yeah, and follow us on Twitter, especially this weekend because it's a crazy weekend yep. in sports. Busy, one of the busiest of the whole year, Friday, and the next three Saturday. weeks will be the busiest of the, of the few years. So stick with us. Yep. South Style Union Sports Talk for Hunter Moeller and Nick Steffens. I am Andy Kretzinger. and we will Easy see you. You
1: next week. next week.